and welcome back to the mailroom where we interview aspiring entertainment industry professionals. I'm Steven. And I'm Tyler. And today we have on Matub Zare. She is the assistant to Natasha Rothwell. Otherwise known as Belinda from White Lotus. Yeah, you watched White Lotus. I did. What else has she done? Let's see. Going through her titles. She was a writer and producer on Insecure. She got her start writing for SNL, right? Yes, yeah, she had, had her start writing for SNL, which is huge. She does love Simon. Yes, she's in the Love Simon, Love Victor franchise, the the Sonic franchise. Yep. She's gonna be in the new Wonka movie with Timothy Chalamet. Timothy. Timothy. Um. So basically, she's an all-around producer, writer, actress. You name it, she's doing it. She's making you laugh. But it's cool, though. She's overseas right now filming that new Wonka movie. Mm-hmm. But her assistant... Right. We're not even interviewing Natasha Rothwell. All we've been doing is talking about <laughs> Natasha Rothwell. Her assistant. She's on the podcast today. <laughs> yes, she is. And, I mean, just like all the guests we bring onto the mailroom, she's got great industry stories. She's got great personal stories. She's also just another go-getter that makes me feel like I gotta be doing more. <laughs> yeah, she's killing it. She's a writer. She's an assistant. She worked at WME for a few years. She's plugged around town. Yeah. Seems like she knows a lot of people. <laughs> she does. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's do it. It's a funny story of how we met. You remember? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to calm down. Yes, I do. I interviewed you for... That's how we met. Yes, that that's is how we met. met. Yeah. Um, if you, your memories yeah. are correct. Yeah. And I will dive into this story. I interviewed oh, is there a story? to work for my boss, mm-hmm. Natasha Rothwell. Mm-hmm. Um, Who's Natasha? Let's Natasha. talk about Natasha. <laughs> that's all we had to talk about there. Um, <laughs> My boss, she worked on White Lotus, Insecure, she Mm -hmm. worked for SNL a year, um, shooting Willy Wonka right now in London. Yeah, she's funny. Yeah, she's really funny. And so she has a first look deal with ABC Signature Studios, is that right? Yeah. To make content. To make content, TV. And now, what's she working on right now? She is, I hope we can talk about it, she's working on a pilot about her life. It's called How to Die Alone, and hopefully mm. um, we'll get moving soon on it. That's exciting. Yeah. And she's filming Willy Wonka. Yeah. Is that allowed? Are we allowed to say that? I think so. I think it's yeah, probably That's public that. information. Yeah, that's um, online. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I don't know, like, where, like, is it deadline? I think it is. Deadline? deadline yeah, it's been, like, through the us. trades. That's um, good. It's on our IMDb. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, thank okay. you for so updating us. So we're good. We're um, good. It's on our IMDb. Yes. So, uh, do, you, so do you ever talk to Timmy? Timmy oh. Champagne? No. Uh, um, look off into the distance. Kinda. I know. A little Yearning Tim, Tim. for Tim. Still yearning for Timmy. Um, <laughs> no, I don't know. I It's like, it's such a private, I was, I really wanted to go. We like fought for it for a bit, but um, apparently they don't have enough money which doesn't make a ton of sense but um yeah. rumor has it no one's told me this can i disclose that but i heard it's like 150 million dollars budget i mean all in like it's a lot of money um so they probably could have thrown me like 20 grand to to have my um my tub in the uk moment but but you're you're back in la but i'm back in la um but uk the covid's crazy over there so i think their set is really wild um but yeah, no, no conversations with Timmy. They're really close. I haven't even like read the script. Um, they work a ton. They're just like. Is she one of the main cast yeah. members? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's main like five. It's like a crazy cast too. It's like Olivia Coleman, Key and Michael Key. Oh my good. god, Mr. Bean is in it. No, Wait. really. <laughs> okay, this isn't relevant to anything. But can I tell you a small story? Yes. Yes. Oh, it's kind of sad. You're allowed to tell us. Can this. I say bad words on yes. this? Yeah, yeah, okay, it's great. allowed. Um, I'm going to get into the groove soon. Okay, so long story short, um, I don't know how to say it and not make it sad. I grew up, I, I don't know my father. It's very sad. Venmo me. Um, uh, but <laughs> send me funds. Um, but I don't know my dad. And growing up, uh, we like, it was just me, my mom, and my twin brother. And we would ask her from time to time, like, hey, where's our dad? 
And then one day, this is terrible. You guys can edit this out. Sorry. Um, we were watching Mr. Bean because we like were obsessed with Mr. Bean for some reason. And my mom was like, he's right there. But like he's in Europe and he doesn't talk. So like he, that's why he doesn't call and visit and things like that. And my oh. brother and I were like, oh, my God, Mr. Bean is our dad. <laughs> and like thought that for years. No um, way. Yeah. Like I remember fighting someone about it and then being like sent to the principal's office. And they were like. They called my mom and they were like, you need to, she's lying to everyone. Like, and my mom sat me down and she was like, Mr. Bean's not your dad. And I was like, mom, but you said. Um, so she expected you to catch on to her. No, I like that by 10, we would figure it out. But um, <laughs> yeah, it was very, it was a, we were very hopeful. But anyways, he's in this movie and um, I told Natasha, I was like, tell dad I sing hi. <laughs> um, so yeah, she's, is that okay to say on here? Yes. Look. Shout out to Mr. Bean. Yeah. Shout, Shout out, out to, to Mr. Mr. Bean. Bean. He's so funny. Apparently, he's like really shy and sweet. Oh. Like, and just like. Pretty he's on like, brand. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Mr. Bean. All right. He does good work. That's good for Mr. Bean. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So if you were to be with Natasha right now in London, what would you be doing? I guess like running around set with her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's gotten like cool breaks, so she'll just go to like. Paris or do something fun for a bit. Um, She's really COVID conscious. So, Mm -hmm. like, I'm pretty sure it actually would be not what I had hoped um, it would be. But I guess I'll never know. But yeah, just on set with her and like, like doing our actual, like, she runs a production company that I'm Mm -hmm. helping with. And so, um, like, it would be so much easier to work together on her days off because the time change just like blows. Well, so that's a good. What's your job title now? Yes, um, I'm her executive assistant right now. I'm technically the only person that like works at her company, and she's got a personal assistant. So we're just like going through her slate together, um, which is pretty big. She's got like twelve things on her slate right now, which is really cool. Just mm-hmm. a bunch of projects and like different. And, and these are all things that in development, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, some she's written, some she's producing. I guess all she's producing. Um, some she'll star in, but like not a ton. Like she's really focused on just like creating content. Um, so yeah, it's pretty cool. And is your relationship like strictly work, or if you were in London and she went to go to Rome or somewhere, would you go with her? Well, I hope. Um, <laughs> the thing is, I started working for her after I left WME, like immediately in June and right when I started she went to Hawaii to shoot Sonic 2 then she got back we wrapped Insecure and she directed an episode which was really cool and I went on set with her for that um and then like immediately after like she had like two weeks and I was like I need a break because she was just going back to back and then right as that break was ending she got Wonka and they were like come next week and she was like cool I'm going to move my whole life um, in a week. So, and how long has she been in London? Since October. Oh, so what have you been doing since October? Working really hard, Natasha. Um, <laughs> no. uh, She's listening. Yeah. Um, I've been reading. I've been writing a ton of my own stuff. I mean, I've like been keeping up like the day to day of the company, but for the most part, like everything gets pushed, and so. We're doing what we can, and like this pilot that is probably going to be the first thing to go. Like we've met with showrunners and things like that, um, but it honestly hasn't been a ton of work. And so, yeah, I've just been like reading, getting like you know doing generals. Mm-hmm. I'm a good assistant, um, <laughs> and yeah, just like preparing for her to come home if if that ever happens, which would be great. And are there things that you are doing to assist her while she's in London as well, like? oh, like, let's make sure you get this hotel in Paris, or is that all personal assistant? A lot of personal stuff, um, a lot of manager stuff, which is really nice. Right. Uh, Yeah, I mean, a lot of the negotiations, she's got a really great team at CAA. They're, like, honestly, I think it's like a seven-agent team. You know, she's got legal. She's got everything she needs that did those early negotiations. They got her there. It's really fun being her moral support. Um, But... Yeah, like, I'll, I'll tell her when her call time is. I'll help schedule, like, a fitting. Um, I will – I read every submission that comes in, though, so I am useful. Um, when we get submissions for the company, but, like, for the most part, I think we're just trying to get 
through February and then get her back here. Um, if she gets auditioned or she does a ton of VO work, which is really cool. Mm. Um, For what? She's Mommy Shark on Baby Shark. Hold your applause. Um, <laughs> she is on a Haley's Comet or something. It's like a new Disney thing. Um She's like done Toucan Birdie, American Dad, or I think is still doing those. Oh wow! Didn't she, she do an episode of BoJack? Yeah. Yeah. BoJack. She does a lot. Yeah, she's. Um, I think there's. I really don't know what I'm allowed to say. She's got something with Abby and Alana. Hmm. Like uh, I don't know how much I can say, but Abby and Alana from um, Broad City, they all have a show. Um. She's like uh, it's animated. She's starring in, and they're producing together. Um, so yeah, so she does a ton of VO. So I'll read those things. However, it's worth it. Um, and does she trust your judgment? God, I hope. Uh, <laughs> I think so. Like to an extent, I've done passes on her work, which is cool, and I've given her notes, which like is probably the most rewarding thing I've done because I've given like real notes, and then and like also been scared because I don't really know what she wants yet because we've just spent so little time together um but also like every other assistant i want to like show that i'm useful and smart enough and so i'm like i'll wing it um or like not wing it i'm giving structure notes but like i'm just gonna go for it and if she says give me less then like i'll do that next time but everything's been received really well she's been like really thankful for the time um so that's been really cool so i think i can slowly like lay that foundation of like hi i have a creative right like that she knows that's what I want to do um and just see how our tastes align and then like I've been very vocal about I want to learn your taste and like understand how I can best help you um Mm. and your vision because that's what I'm there to do so for somebody with as much on her plate as she has like what is her process like in terms of when she's working on a movie like this is she developing her stuff and figuring out the other 11 projects that are going on while being on set Mm -hmm. or like she only does that when she's back in the office i think it would be different if there wasn't such a crazy time change um Mm. i don't know because i haven't really experienced anything with her like otherwise so this is all i know so far but it it has been pretty wonka focused but also she's in 60 70 percent of the movie so she is shooting so ever since you joined with her, it went Sonic, Insecure, Wonka. Like there was never a time of okay, let's actually develop the things Not really. with this she had production a, company. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but yeah, it's it's been tricky because she also did press for White Lotus when it came out, and that mm-hmm. was big. Um, yeah, so it's it's been we haven't had a we haven't had a maybe in total a whole month of just like. It, within the six I've been there where we've like even been in the same city but like in person we go to our office and our house and work from there if Disney opens up the Burbank lot does she's got an office there um, or we've got an office there so yeah I think we're just like waiting for our time have you talked to her about that like what she thinks of this I mean being an on-screen actor or even yeah. VO like there's a lot more attention on you and you have to be like physically there so like does that distract her or does she thrive in with a lot on her plate like that i think she usually thrives like i think she's so focused and she's so smart and like is really really good at doing all these things like she's i don't know if you guys saw the episode but like she's a great director she's Mm -hmm. going to direct her she's got things lined up to direct she's like (laughs) she's going to i think crush it in that space um and same with writing like she's so good um but I do think the acting for her, like, she's always been talented, but it's actually taking off. So I don't know, like, if she knows or, like, if she can necessarily plan. Because, I mean, I bet the second she gets back, she gets 10 more offers to do mm-hmm. something, like, to do more incredible things. So it's, like, I don't know what that looks like for us. It's a good spot to be in, It, it seems like yeah. a very interesting position, yeah, because it's, like, you joined at a time where she was, like, an actress who'd been in a few things, right? And like, yeah. And then at the same time, she, Insecure was getting more of the hype, so she yeah. got this production deal, yeah. right? And and so now her acting career is taking off, yeah. But she has this production deal yeah. at the same time, and she's putting more focus, it seems like, on the acting. 
Yeah. Well, I think she's really in the moment with the role. Okay. And I think it's just like, I mean, the cast is crazy. The production's insane. Like, it's the best of the best. And so I think she's just like really taking it as an opportunity to like learn. Because, I mean, she's also now amongst the best of the best. And I think she like, I think it's hard for people to like believe that. I mean, I don't know. I'm not like doing what she does but I think it's like it's really cool to see her like come into it and be like oh yeah like I, I deserve this I'm really talented um, but yeah we'll, we'll see that's really cool that is really cool she's really I mean she's so like and it's crazy because like not to brag but she's really nice and like just treats <laughs> people really well and I think like understands that we're all human like going through a pandemic and so like is really patient with like me and like her personal assistant and like others but like also like needs that of herself and like does take time for herself does take care of herself um which is like i totally respect and i'm just trying to kind of like support her as best i can that's really cool and so how does disney react to all of these roles that she's getting when they're paying her to make content for <laughs> Disney. But it's distracting. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, one, it's good. Like, it just generally looks good. Like, if you've got a bunch of clients or uh, are we contractors? What are we? My card says contractor. I don't know. When you've got a bunch of people with an over, like an overall that are doing really well, like, they're probably just excited about the opportunities and, like, mm. the things she's going to make and the people she's going to be able to bring and, like... And whatever um, they make for her is going to just get more rise. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I do think, like, it's a bit anxiety-inducing when, like, the the deal's two years. Um, started in May or June. So they're just, like, where, like, they want results or, like, they want, um, like, substance. And so... Yeah, I think I think not saying this is what happened, but I think sometimes people pause deals, or you know, I don't think they like remove deals necessarily, but sometimes things happen to deals if someone does get too busy and like, mm-hmm. yeah. But we we keep in touch with them. Um, like Tara Duncan runs the like Onyx Collective that Natasha's a part of, and they touch base. Like we still have sent passes on her pilot, um, and yeah, like she's still meeting with people, so it's like a slow burn. Um, and like there are definitely still like goals set for like this upcoming year. And you mentioned the Onyx Collective. Could you talk about that for a sec? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Tara Duncan runs it. It's new. <laughs> I know she's got green light power, which is cool. Like the second she wants a show to go. And it's on Hulu. Uh, we don't know. I, I mean, if it's ABC, <laughs> that would make the most sense. Does yeah, it make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. ABC, yeah. Disney. That stupid. Yeah, um, yeah, that's, not, that's not crazy. If, but, if we got to fact check ourselves, we will. Should I Google it? Should we uh, fact check it? Not right now. If, what, what, if only we had something that, like... Yeah, like, I don't... <laughs> like an oh, assistant like a, or like an a, intern? Uh, yeah, we need a new person. <laughs> intern, check on uh, We can fact... Let's fact check it. What are, we, what are we doing? What is the Onyx Collective? Let me see. Well, it sounds like a collective of... Creative professionals. I don't even know what Onyx means. Stop asking hard questions. Yeah, Disney sets Onyx yeah. Collective, content brand for creators of color on Hulu, led by Freeform boss Tara Duncan. Whoa. This, so this was all public information, everything we're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, this part, yeah. Tara runs it. She's very nice. That's Hollywood great. Studios launching Onyx Collective, which will live primarily on Hulu in the U.S. They'll serve as a curated slate of contacts. So it hasn't happened yet. They're building this collective. They're going to launch yeah. it like, here's a bunch of things. Yes. Okay. Okay, That's cool. And cool. Natasha is one of, I would assume, many. many. Yeah. If it's a collective, I would assume I that there's more than one. Yeah. Yeah. Non-Marvel <laughs> titles from Judas and the Black Messiah. Producer Ryan Coogler's proximity will also come under. So Ryan Coogler, we're in good company. Whoa. That's um, a big name. Yeah. yeah. Who else? Well, they referenced Natasha. That's very fun. Um, yeah, so a home where colors, oh, creators of color are inspired, empowered, and have unparalleled access to reach audiences around the world. Well, the Mailroom is a supporter of the Onyx Collective. Amazing. The Mailroom Collective is up and up. Up and up. Wait, so before you got this job with Natasha, yes. did you know who she was? That's where you a fan of her? Damn. Mm, that's a good question. That's a good question. Um... I, like, have watched Insecure 
enough to know like oh yes, Natasha like Rothwell. Her name. We, yeah, we know like, Issa Rae, we know Natasha Rothwell. Is it like that? that? Yes. Yeah, yeah no. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think I knew. <laughs> I think I knew. I had a friend at Issa's company. Um, oh, cool. And so, like, I definitely knew all the things she was doing. But no, I like I saw Natasha. I thought she was really talented, but really, like, I mean, maybe saw the Deadline article of her like New Deal, um, but really didn't know what she was doing. And so, I had a friend at Issa's company reach out and was like, "Hey," and they were on set for Insecure all the time. She was like, "Natasha's looking for." Um, an assistant and at the time it was just like it was a new personal assistant because she had an executive assistant Um, my friend said she's really funny I think your personalities would like mesh really well you should meet her and I was like oh no I'm not going to do that Um, and then like I think and then got the overall and then was like wait followed up like three weeks later and was like hey she wants an executive assistant like you should you should really just meet her Um, and so I did and like we had the best time on our on our Zoom, oh, that's fun. Yeah, our dogs met. And so this was before Natasha had the deal, or did she have the? Was she in talks with? The yeah, deal? I think it was in the works. So um, she didn't have an assistant yet. She had an executive assistant okay. doing both, and that assistant was a writer, and had been with her for two or three years, mm. and was like, not going to move forward with the new production deal, and just like was going to go off and like freelance write. Um, and so I think it was like a good transition period for her to leave when Natasha got it. Great. Yeah. And then you hopped right on. I hopped right on. Yeah, I knew of the deal. I think it like, I think it closed like literally as I was interviewing because I did a few interviews with the assistant. What were the other kind of jobs you were looking at? Like, what was your? Where were you at at this point in time? Like, okay, like I worked for WME for a few years, and now I am trying to get jobs elsewhere. Yeah, I wasn't like. I don't think when I was at WME, I was necessarily looking for anything. Um, I think I was scared to leave, honestly. Uh, and I had spent so much time there. I was just like, I'm going to die here. This is, I'm going to become an agent, whatever that means. Because um, I would go and like test the water. So like I did a few interviews a few months prior, then I pulled out. And then like at companies where we had clients and like people were like you can't just like do that and I was like but I didn't even finish it like I didn't get the offer I just mm-hmm. like I met with someone and I knew it wasn't a good fit and I remember having like a really scary experience at the company I won't say but I was like oh okay like I feel threatened <laughs> I cannot um, do this anymore so I kept getting kind of scared and then Natasha just kind of like fell in in my lap I I had start I think I had started I think I I wanted to work for a director. I, fresh off the boat, showrunner, Nan, what is her name? Mm. Nanaj? Mm. Uh, I'm terrible. She's I'm also not, Persian. I, I can't help you. No, it's fine. I, she also did, oh my God, this show is so funny. I just started watching. It's really bad. Um, what? What show? Don't Trust the Bitch in Apartment 23. Mm. Oh, Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23? B, the yeah. B. The B. Um, so you get it because it rhymes like B in 23. Yeah. I don't know her. And I, didn't I don't know that. what her name is. Yeah. yeah. Can we fact check she it? She made that also. Oh, I, it's like Nanach. 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 I, I have no I'm gonna idea. I'm going to stop saying that. I don't, I don't name. even have um, a clue. She's Persian, but like it doesn't make Persian shit. But you wanted to be her assistant. Yeah. I met with her assistant who was getting promoted at her company. Um, so when you when you were talking about like let's say you want to be this person's assistant or we're about to find out her name, Nanachka Khan. Nanachka Khan. There it is. Nice. Nan- Good work. Oh, too loud. <laughs> that was really impactful. <laughs> um, so Nana- so you want to be Nanachka Khan's assistant, but do you first find out that the assistant's being promoted, or are you like I'm just looking up people that I want to work for? For sure, yes. Sorry. I think I was at WME, we'd get a lot of blasts, or friends would send me things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would just glance at them, and like, unless something struck me, like, hey, I, I can relate to that person, or like, this, not even really, that, yes, that, or like, it would be so sick to work for like Damien Chazelle or something like that. Sure. But like, for sure, I'd throw my, my resume in, but like, I wasn't actively like, I need a new job, everything sucks. WME is great. Um, or, like, everything's on fire. Or like, I wasn't, like, in a rush to leave. Because um, I had also, like, applied to film school and didn't get in to... Got waitlisted. While you were at WME, you applied yeah, to film school. Yeah, I applied because I was... I remember telling Elise 
uh, my boss, um, <laughs> that I wanted to like maybe go to another department. And she was like, she said no. And I was like, I don't know. I'm having like a, you know, a crisis that everyone had when the, the pandemic started. And I was like, I don't know if I want to be an agent. She was like, you will be. And then I was like, all right, going to film school. Um, and I applied to like. And she, sub- she said that was a good idea. I didn't tell her at all. Oh, um, no. <laughs> I applied to three, got waitlisted at one. And I was like, cool, I'm stuck. Um, but yeah, so I saw the Nanach. Uh, Nanach. Thank you. Uh is this terrible? Sorry. Um, uh, job op applied because I was like, oh, she's Persian. That's great. Um, met the assistant. Didn't didn't move forward. Didn't get to meet her, which was a bummer. Um, and then Natasha came up and I was like, oh, I actually want this. Okay. That was. So we talk about luck a yes. lot on this podcast, right? Cool. And, you know, we have this shared, Steve and I have this shared, you know, um, what sentiment in terms of luck where it's, Yes, I, for a lot of people, success comes from luck and a bunch of other factors. But with luck specifically, we think that you need to be. There's a. There's a. What am I trying to say here? There's I like. Don't, an, I don't believe in luck. Is that what you're trying to you're, say? No, we're just saying that like, luck comes if you're putting yourself in a place to be to get lucky, mm-hmm. right? So for you at this point does that make sense does that make sense no you looked confused i was I'm, like i'm trying to catch i was trying i was trying to like concisely say it but it just didn't work out i i'll know i know what i believe i believe that i don't believe in luck i just believe that you gotta if you put yourself in the right place enough or like that's yourself, where luck comes from that's where luck saying. comes from like right. it's not like, it's like right a theory on luck. time like this Natasha thing fell into your lap, but more like my bad. You Correction. Were, what? They, I fell into her lap. Oh, you fell. Into- <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> it's like you were putting yourself out there so much that like this is just the one thing that happened to work out. But right, sure. isn't that what you were trying to say? That is what I was trying to say. And there was gonna be a follow up question. I'm sorry, the execution wasn't there. <laughs> no, but like, not. so you've put yourself in you know a position where you're networking with a ton of people at WME and you're making friends and they're all working at great places and you knew people at this company and all that. Bam, bam, bam. So, why did you get this job with Natasha? Mm. Yeah. Um, what made you in your eyes like candidate truly so special no I showed her my dog I rescued from China and I think she's really <laughs> impressed um, that I'm such a good person uh, I don't I, I actually did some snooping um, <laughs> uh, on the assistant email when she gave it to me or that computer no the email it was a new computer um, and I was like, what was this process? Because I know she interviewed um, like eight or 10 people, some from CAA, and she like did her due diligence. And like I had referrals from people I didn't even know knew who I was. And I think like, as you said with luck, it's like you're going to talk to a million people a day, put yourself in that position. Like I was always, I think just like overly nice, but I also like I'm from Ohio. So it's like, um, you know, like how you behave. Okay, I did coverage during an interview at a big company, um, and I pulled out of that interview. And then, like Natasha has a movie that she that she is producing with them, or that they're making, whatever, um, at HBO. And I guess like I came up, and so that was like the first step of like me getting this job and them saying like, oh, she's smart and like did a good job with this and this. And so like I had no idea. And that was from. How did this come about that you did coverage for this company? During an interview. Mm. Like, oh. during an inter- an assistant interview. And then I had... So they were testing you and saying, do this yeah. coverage. And yeah. then they were like, oh, this is good coverage. We're not going to move you forward. But yeah. Like, yeah. I actually pulled out. Um, oh, but you pulled yes, out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But cool. She held the power. I held... She thank the hand. you. Um, but I... Yeah, I did, I did two things of coverage for them. But knew, ultimately, I was like, I don't want... It's not the right fit. I mean, Berlanti's like the dream. Um, but just that opportunity wasn't it for me. And which is a bummer. I hope they're doing well. Um, they are. They're thriving. They are thriving. But, but that was really lucky. And then I think she called my mentor at WME because um, her agents were at WME just a few months prior. Um, and of course, like one of her agents was my mentor. So that did something really great for me. And then, um, and then we met. And that it, was it. And also, my friend who worked at Issa's company, like everyone loves her, uh, and she just kept like 
telling Natasha every day on set, like, you're going to love my job. Like, this is going to be so great. And then it really was just, like, so wonderful. Um, So nice. And our personalities mesh really well. We both, like, have weird, like, religious childhoods. And, um, yeah, I think, like, it was was really a good fit. And then we, she checked the horoscopes. We have the same rising and the same moon. I don't know what that means. Oh, sorry, table. But we're... Or similar. Well, so I didn't. I didn't know that's like a prerequisite for being an assistant to, to matching, matching horoscopes. <laughs> I'm gonna really filter down all the people I'm trying to be an assistant yeah. for. I mean, yeah, that helps. So the network got you in the door, for sure. And then the companionship and kind of likable personalities. Yeah. Secured the job. A hundred percent. Like I think. Like yeah. yeah, you're right. It's not luck. It's like. It really is just like how you treat people, and then like how many times you make yourself like present. Yeah, I mean, which... it really seems like you were putting yourself out there and yeah. just to the industry. Yeah, a ton. Oh. Like just for some, you have a friend on Natasha Rothwell set to like yeah whisper in her ear every yeah. Well, that's day. the magic of WME. It's yeah. like your friends go to all of these crazy, amazing places. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, well, good for you. And you're loving what you're doing right now. Yeah, it's it's like night and day from WME. Um, but I think like big picture, I, I just feel so lucky to be a part of something that like I know is going to be so great. Mm-hmm. You're really putting, like you really believe in her success. Yeah. And it, that, I, I was trying to decide if I should go work for her because um, I was in the middle of another interview. Man, I guess I forgot I was interviewing. I think you were right. I was interviewing a lot. Um, <laughs> I was in the middle of another interview that felt like I, I could start as a coordinator. And I was like, that would be cool because, you know, assistant Bill is getting tiring. Um, and one of my, like, very close friends um, who is a director writer was, like, so obsessed with Natasha and was just like, she's a star. Like, before The White Lotus, before anything came out, and he was like, she's one of the funniest people on TV. And, like, was just like, you have to take this job. And, like, and then the personal assistant job came around and he's like, got three movies on Amazon and was like I have to work for her and like didn't get the job but I was just like he loved her so much and saw so much potential and I was like well I trust you and I mean I don't think any of us actually know anything but he seemed to know something so wow yeah Yeah. so so like in being a good assistant for her Mm -hmm. what do you think is like the most important knowledge that you came into this job with um I think for her right now just like being able to be organized and calm has been really helpful for her because she's got so much going on and like it's it's really new for her like just the amount of like need that like because she's doing everything herself like she doesn't have an exec right now like it really is like Natasha running Natasha Rothwell it's big Hattie Productions but also mm. just like running her own life and like I mean that's hard enough and so um when I was at WME I learned pretty quickly that like when there's chaos um, or like people are shouting or like agents are upset, like you have to be really calm. And like, I'm actually so not a calm person in my own life, but like in a work setting, I can just like be quiet and like absorb pretty quickly and then like act. And I had two and a half years plus at WME learning how to like do what someone needs or like just figure it out. Um, and so that's been pretty good with Natasha. Um, and we were talking a little before about just WME, how, I mean, pre-pandemic, it was a much more hectic environment. Yeah. So I'm sure that was very helpful with working for Natasha. Yeah, and I worked so? in talent. And yeah. so I worked a ton with, I mean, like 20 like A-list actors all of the time. Some didn't have managers. So like I remember getting Javier Bardem all of his paperwork to like go shoot Dune and the Ricardas and all these things and I was like oh my god these are skills that I didn't know I needed um but like now I have or just like understanding how to like work with talent and like um you know I don't know what it's like to be on camera and I imagine the stress is crazy but just like having all these conversations with so many different um actors I started to I think understand them a little better and um like figure out how to just how to support them because that's kind of all she needs from me while she's in London, I think. So you'd say like knowing her initiatives like and what she's really focused on at a specific time, as long as you know that, you know how to do your job best based on all of your previous experience. I think so. And like for a while I was like, we have to 
figure all this stuff out for when you get back and we have to like be forward thinking and I quickly was like oh no you just like you're doing something very difficult and very like demanding of just like your whole body um so we'll just like be in in the moment together um which I think if I didn't have all the WME experiences I would be so like I just push against it because I love to like work 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 and like go 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 um but yeah at at WME I guess I learned really how to like just yeah anticipate her needs yeah that's in really, real that's time. really cool. Um, I have a question too about kind of backtracking, but going from uh, WME to uh, an assistant to a singular person, was there any thought in that versus working for a person uh, as opposed to a production company? And were there any pros? Like, did you say, I want to work for a person, I think I'll learn more here, or did it just happen to be that way with Natasha? Yeah, I. Well, Natasha's got the company, and so when I left, I really, I didn't want to work for a single person unless they were, like, a director and we had something, like, about to be shot or, like, we were going somewhere, they were Mm -hmm. about to shoot or in pre-production. That's very smart. I understand that. Because I was, you know, what are we going to do all day? Um, And with (laughs) Natasha, she does have the company, and so, like, I talked to a bunch of smart people, and they, especially with the deal, so it's, like, a bunch of people believe in her, a bunch of people are helping. It's not just, like, hey, we started this company, Um, we have a little bit of money. Uh, She's got all the resources, so I was, like, you know, it's the most, like, assured way to do something risky, because, like, the company, yes, is there, but it's also, like, what is it? Sorry. What is it exactly? Um... So I think that was the biggest leap of faith was leaving like a network of so much because when you're at WME, like, I don't know, I think I was still thinking like, who do I actually want to work for? What company? I like was going through Downey, Robert Downey's company for a little bit. I don't really know why. Um, they seem great. He's really talented, but like it was more established. And like, even if I went as an assistant, I'd still be learning from an exec. So it was, it was definitely like, risky that that's true i mean i think one of the coolest parts of what you're doing now is that she's on the rise you're like if you join team downy it would be yeah i'm just helping out something already super successful but like you are helping build something from the ground up which is very cool yeah do you do you appreciate that part of it yeah i do i for sure do i just i think i sit still a lot and like I love to write and so like I probably just need to manage my because it feels like free time even though it's like no I should be reading or I should be meeting with people Mm -hmm. but like to some extent five months of that just you know it's like hard um it requires a lot of self-discipline yeah and then I'm like oh I'll just write this and then like I'll spend a week doing my own thing yeah, I gotta get back into that. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, you're doing the minimum you need to do. Yeah, which is <laughs> at least. crazy because when I was at WME, it was the opposite. Oh you were God. consumed. Yeah, yeah. Like I do as much like for the twenty clients, let's say my boss had, I do as much work for each of them as I do for Natasha. Like it, it's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. To think you seem like you're really thinking about it. I know. I just like it's wild. <laughs> Thank you, Natasha. Like really taking you. Back. Yeah. Wow. But having a more specific focus is definitely. I mean, you can really give the proper effort and thought to all of these things that you're doing, right? Like, if you're yeah. spread thin across twenty different people, did yeah. you find that like the overall quality of the work you were doing was less, or it was just you were just so consumed that it took everything you had? It t- definitely took everything. I think I felt just like I was doing so much like I felt like I had a purpose even if it was getting actors overseas um but I mean like there were also really cool moments where like I'd I'd read something and I'd say like you know client you should you're thinking about directing you're thinking about producing like here's a thing um I closed a deal with a script that I read that like no one else on the team would read for one client and I was like oh it's kind of cool she doesn't want to be um, and, and would you talk to the client directly? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. All the time. Um, the clients are so nice. The clients, like, like, I, I'm sure you'd say, like, Queen of the South, Elise Braga is kind of, like, um, like, just one of, like, uh, my boss's, like, 
normal clients maybe take that out i don't know but like <laughs> retained um, client just like not like charlize like who is one of her big big clients so like naomi watts like or christine okay. stewart but right. like alicia would text me all the time would send flowers like i sure uh, a bit, yeah. a bit less formal yes yeah it, it's just not like, a, like so consumed by fame like somebody yeah. who's like well, still struggling yeah no very successful no, very successful, very successful. I'm, I don't no, know. No, no. I'm trying to help. I guess I'm just trying to say that, like, <laughs> they're in the weeds is more than. Say I think I'm just trying to say, say that I say. could manage those clients more. Like, they're still like B list, I guess. Which sure. Definitely shouldn't say that, but like, <laughs> I, I, they just like treated, like, me. Like, I remember once I had to go home for a family thing, and she followed up like four times and was just texting me like, "Are you okay? Like, what can I do?" And just like was really nice and like. I would FaceTime clients a lot, and I was just like, this is so weird, but, like, so, like, rewarding, or, like, I at least really felt like I was a part of the team. Like she, a, She's not, like, a, a celebrity movie star, for, yeah. per se. She's, like, an actor who's rep by an agent. Yeah, the queen. Who's rep by the queen. Yeah. But, yeah, okay. like, um, but, yeah, so just being able to, like, work with these clients and, like, actually help like manage their careers and like feel like the work really mattered it was really cool it was really overwhelming but it was like really really rewarding and do you still keep in touch with some of these clients she texted me happy new year which was cool um but i don't i think there's like a like i'm still an extension of my boss you know so mm-hmm. like i watched gael's um that m night movie old Mm-hmm. And like, uh, what's up? Yeah, yeah. what's up? And I was like, that was so great because like we got him there, you know. And like, mm-hmm. um, so I think things like that are hopefully appropriate. Um, but yeah, I think like I was kind of trying to say that like I think the connections you build at your level are a bit easier to sustain versus like I probably can't hit up Hillary Swank like, hey girl. Like more <laughs> like, lateral yeah. networking as opposed to yeah. vertical. Right. Um, I think that's Correct. like to the stars networking. So. Yes. Um, yeah, sorry, that was a tangent. No, that's, I, that's very interesting. I mean, also thinking about it, how much is like one of those stars gonna help you like get to where you need? It doesn't like. Do you ever hear stories like that, or is it more like these actors that are, or not even celebrities, but just like people that are working in the industry that have a little bit more humility because they're not over flooded by yeah. so much star power. Well, and I also though think like when you're working, Charlize had a production company and like I was very close with a lot of them and when they needed new assistants or things like that, um, you know, they were asking, they were reaching out. Mm-hmm. When I worked with Sean, um, we signed Gordon Ramsay, which was really cool. And I don't know who on the team needed a new assistant, but they asked and I gave them a friend and I was like no but this guy's great and then he stayed got promoted which wow. was great um so yeah so I think it's like those clients like you know they're the figureheads or they're whatever they are and then they've got that whole team which is really really good to know even like knowing their managers like a few of the manager assistants that I worked with when we had um our clients have we've stayed in touch and that's those have been like I think good relationships too that's really nice yeah, it's, it's great to be interfacing with so many people and yeah. to have relation meaningful relationships yeah. with them. Yeah, well, happy New Year text. That's a pretty big deal. Right? <laughs> yeah, she's cool. I want to talk about being an assistant and kind of it yes. might be a little bit of a backtrack, but I think we can make some. progress. Yeah, I would like to talk about it too. yeah, yeah. So, so she's an actor. She's a writer. She's a producer. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've only been doing it for six months, but have you had those conversations where you're like? hey, you have X, Y, and Z going on. Like, You should focus some time on this today because here's what's on our slate. I'll do it if she tells me to. Okay. Or if she'll say, like, I need this to be finished by then. I need to, um, yeah, I need to submit something or, like, remind me of this or we'll get to it next week. But for the most part, I think we're in the groove and I know, like, what she's going to do and, like, what we can wait on. Um, so... But yeah, like she's she's very organized. I don't think it's an issue of like I remember at WME I was like forcing my boss to like answer the phone. I was like, look, <laughs> gotta do it. Like, um, and she would get so mad at me, but like had to do it. I it's like it's not like that with Natasha. Nothing's got like a ticking time clock. We're not servicing other people, mm-hmm. so I think it's different. Um, right. Yeah. But 
yeah, I, I think it's just kind of like I know her. I, I know what she needs. And I think for the most part, she's just kind of focused and everything's going to wait. Um, I think when I first started, I was like very anxious about it. And I was like, what are we doing? Like more on myself. I was like, I have to bring her materials. Like I want to be a CE one day. Um, I I need to like give her stuff that can, can turn into something. Um, whether it's like articles, whether it's books I've read, whatever. Um, TikToks even. God, the world of TikTok. Really? Wow. I don't, I like, I just downloaded it. Oh, sorry. I'm touching the table. Um, <laughs> But I think for me, I was like freaking out and I was like, we've got to move like Disney ABC needs um, content or they like need a promise of something. But I I think ultimately like they trust her. They know that she's got some shows um, and some scripts and, and some things that like she's developing. Uh, and she, when we first started, she had around like generals just because um, Disney's so big and so the best part of it is like Freeform, FX, Hulu, whoever else is there um, like are all under that umbrella so it's like they're within arm's reach um, but yeah so I think I think for the most part yes coming from an agency I was like always like freaking out like I, I mean we did more work in a week than I've done in six months which i think also but like, natasha's he's still working yeah i'm still working and you're so good um but yeah i think it's just it's just different yeah i have a question about taste so how do you know or what do you look for when a script comes in for natasha to be doing an acting gig what stands out about it that you're like hey natasha you should consider this yeah i think so level wise I think like it's already coming from the agents usually so it's like they've hopefully taken a look at it mm. and like will give a suggestion or like a recommendation like when I worked for um, an agent it it was like we recommend a pass a lot because it's not up to like you know their caliber it's it's just not like the world in which you either know they operate well in or what they want to be right. in and agents I feel like are very good at just being like I know in my head that uh, this artist or actor or comedian or musician deserves this. Like, yeah. This payment, like yeah. this billing. Yeah. Like they're, they're very good at knowing what's going to sell and make money. And yeah. So what's coming to you is very filtered. Yeah. And I think CA especially like, um, I, I don't know. They're really like, they're, I don't know how to say it. Like, they're good. Like, I think WME was too, but like, I mean, you might have to delete this, but like, <laughs> I was doing the filter. You know what I mean? Like, no yeah. one was ever like, hey, do you go to film school? I was like, I studied econ like, <laughs> and just showed up one day and I was like, hey, I'm going to read this script. Like, and people were like, oh, yes, Brown. Like, I think that's what it was. Um, and you always believed in your own opinion? No. Okay. I have no idea what I like. <laughs> um, my taste is terrible. No, just kidding. Um, uh, like, The Great Debaters from 2008 is my favorite movie. Denzel, Wiley College, anybody? I didn't watch it. No, I don't, Never seen I don't it. even know it. You guys, it's like... Should exactly. I put it on my watch list? Is it that good, or is it just like your taste to it? No, I'm saying it's that bad that this is my favorite movie. Oh, it's um, bad. So it's a guilty pleasure. And no, it's like good, but it's like I, like... I should have a movie that's not 13 years old. 14. I don't think... I, I don't, don't know. That doesn't true. matter. Movies suck today sometimes. <sighs> sometimes. Not all of them. But, yeah. Uh, but all I'm saying, my taste, I don't know my taste. Like, I only watch comedies for TV. I love horror for, like, features and, like, very sad shit. Like, I really don't know my taste, so I'm really trying to hone in on hers because I do know what she wants to make. I've mm. read everything she's written. Let me get back to the real question. Um, yeah, and I think for acting roles especially, she, she reads everything, too. Um, but, like, for acting roles, I think she wants to know, like, is it worth her time if it's, like, she doesn't want to play what you expect her to play. She wants some serious stuff. Mm -hmm. She doesn't want to be a token character, things like that. Um, so I think those things are pretty easy to figure out. And like, a, if, it, if a script is coming from CAA, it's probably a good script. Um, and she probably wants things too. Like, she's a funny person, so she wants a role that can highlight, uh, like, her comedic 
sensibility. Yes, but she also really wants to stray away from that too. Or okay. just like really, I think White Lotus... Not pigeonholed herself, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I think for White Lotus, she was really excited that people could see like that she's classically trained. Like right. she like... Um, yeah. Did she, did she go to school? Yeah. Where'd she go? Should we fact check that? it? No, I know. What is this? We can Maryland? cut. We can cut this time. Is it Juilliard? Is that in school? She didn't go there, but Maryland something. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. she like did studied theater. Mm-hmm. So she's she from Maryland. Theater. Yeah. From Maryland. Yeah. She's um, yeah. She's got a cool a cool past. She's. I mean, she worked in it for a long time. She taught like high school theater too. She just like has been really dedicated to it. I mean, wow. you say you don't know what your taste is but like let's look at the mirror then let's look at the reflection what do you write about mm. oh, terrible things um, I read one of Matab's script uh, recently thanks for reading that it that she sent me um, I I usually just write features um, a lot of like sci-fi a lot of like weird dramas um, a lot from like my life because I grew up very confused in Ohio I'm brown if you can't hear it um uh yeah um yeah and then for tv i think tv is just like really fun and like not easy to write but like i just wrote a pilot where my mom and i like come out to each other at the same time oh cool um yeah yeah it's it's fun it's i'm trying to come out to my mom i don't know if she listens to this (laughs) podcast but everyone knows but you um i know it's really sad she hates gay people no yeah it's a bummer uh but me and it's funny because i keep thinking that she knows um because i tried to tell her when i was like 21 sorry this is therapy now um and we wrecked a car because i said the the line was whatever man or woman i married she just started screaming we didn't wreck it. We hit a median. So we just like, well, we wrecked ourselves. You um, walked away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, so, yeah. But I feel like she knows. Uh, she's on Instagram. My Instagram is very telling. But all of my family members do. So I'm like, look, one of you Iranian. No, I'm just kidding. Well, they are Iranian. But like one of you angry Persians um, has <laughs> got to be like, yo, who is this person that she's holding hands with all the time? Um and I don't know if anyone has. What, I, does she, what does she think about you being in entertainment? She hates it. Oh, she, she hates also it, yeah. hates it. She doesn't like Persian people. You oh. might have to take this off. Mom left during the revolution. The Iranians scare her. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Sorry. Um, so is writing your form of expressing this confusion that you grew up with? Yeah. I don't really write them. I mostly just write about like pretend stuff. Um, yeah, my but life still. Is just I think so it's still pertinent. No? Yeah. For sure. I um, I think so. I love to write. I, like, didn't know it was a thing. I didn't, like, grow up watching anything. Like, we didn't have TVs. My mom wanted us to be Amish. Also weird. Um, we grew up evangelical Christian. Like, I thought I was going to be a youth pastor. And then my mom was like, no. You got into Vanderbilt. <laughs> um, God isn't real. My mom literally was like, God isn't real, but now you're both good people. <laughs> like, <laughs> sent us away. Um yeah, and then I got like a Netflix when I was 22, and I was like, this is cool. And then I started writing like spec episodes of New Girl, and I was like, I'm just going to go there. So. And so now you're at a point where you think that some of these. Sorry, I'm really going off. <laughs> this is what we want. That mouth is wide open. Well, now you're at a point, like, at least thematically, where you're kind of writing about some of these adversities that you face. And it, yeah. does that ever, is that a cool experience when that comes to the surface when you're pen to paper? Yeah, I, I think so. I, it's like, um, I feel like I have so much that I just have to do it now. Like, I remember at WME, I'd always have, like, a tab open, but I didn't have final draft on my computer, so I just write in Word docs. Um, but also, I'm, like, worried that soon it's all going to run out. Like, if I get it all down, then I'm like, fuck, I don't know what else to write about. Like, mm. um, but maybe not. There's always. But you're living right now. And you're yeah. It's true. That. And so true. when you write, is, like, yes, it's fun, yes, it's therapeutic, yes, it's yeah. expression, but is there any goal to sell it? Hopefully. I mean, the hard thing is, like, I would love to be just a writer, just, like, a str- – like, that's why I applied to film school, because – the thought is I can't just go and do this, but if it's like technically my job, then I'll take out three hundred grand to uh, to just do what I would have done for free in my room anyways. Um, but I, I think it's really hard to like 
actually I mean it's too scary for me to just make the jump to and just being a freelance writer and telling yeah, or just like and, yeah or just yeah. even taking like a year to write because I think you can do it if you really want to um, and I just like really want to have like a title of some sort but maybe one day. Like that's definitely the goal. Yeah. Are um, there are there skills that you've been able to take away from watching Natasha write that you like has benefited your writing process in any way? I think I've I've watched her. We haven't done a ton of it, but we did some passes on on this script for Berlanti. Um, and I got to watch her and her writing partner, she and her writing partner just like create scenes together or like talk through them. Which I thought was cool because, like, I don't fully understand what it's like to write with someone. Um, and I, like, have s- started to slow down because I will just, like, go pen to paper or whatever and just, like, write everything I'm thinking. But it was kind of cool to see, like, the actual brainstorming process and, like, how you create things and how, like, um, you make things up because I don't think I do that a lot, um, especially if I'm writing about something that's real. So, yeah, I mean... I've done a few passes on Natasha's script, so just seeing how like small changes really um, make an impact has been really cool. And then just like understanding like how less is more, and like how you can turn a paragraph into like a sentence, and like just clearly state something sometimes, and yeah. like really just like hone like this is the point, like versus like trying to sound really smart and like fluffy, which is what I do a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's great writing advice yeah <laughs> so i mean i don't know if you know any of this information Stephen. so when you moved to la what would you were like agency off the bat like you knew that that was yeah i don't know i, I would love to know i had <laughs> yeah. to get into wme i feel like that's yeah. the question so right dramatic. there um okay i graduated 2016 mm-hmm. i went to new york i worked in tech after a year and a half my mom was like i'm going to die soon <laughs> she's very dramatic and she's not actually dying. Um, she's just like 70. She was like, you have to go to law school. And I was like, fine, I'll go to law school. I took the LSAT. I was living with my boyfriend at the time. We were fine. Um, we were like, we liked each other, but we, he like went to Yale and was like, you've got to go to Harvard. And like, you know, and I didn't get into like a top three law school. And so for some reason I was devastated. And I was like, I can't go to law school because Sorry, I'm giving you guys the whole story. No, we need it. Because yeah, um, the top three don't grade you. And I was like, I will lose my mind if I have to like get ranked in law school. Like I'm literally going to law school because my mom really wants me to be an immigration attorney, which I probably won't be because she also really wants me to marry this guy who doesn't really care if I work or not because um, he's a douchebag. And so... <laughs> uh, I had like so many crises and then I started watching New Girl. And um, my best friend, lit, and I was like, I loved government. Like, I loved government. I always thought, I mean, honestly, I went home for the holiday and, like, applied to a few jobs because I was like, one day I'll help people. Um, my best friend was working at, at, out here at SpaceX and was like, you always talk about it. Just, like, come, because I was in between starting law school and had quit my job. And she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know, crying. Like, I hate my boyfriend. <laughs> like, this is so miserable. Um and so I like came out the summer of 2018 and like mm-hmm. lived on our couch and got a free job working for someone who went to Vandy also, like free PA work, which was so hard to get, by the way. Like I couldn't get a waitressing job. I'm like pretty educated. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Like I was a hostess California pizza kitchen because no one would give me a job. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I... in Glendale. And oh, like yeah. And, and I didn't have a car. Like, I came from New York, and I was living on my friend's couch going to, oh, no, Deadwood was later. I also worked on Deadwood and would Uber to Santa Clarita, but they actually paid me. Okay. Um, but all that to say, I did all the free work, and then I was like, I'm not going to law school. I'm going to do this. Worked on sets for a few months. Um, was going back and forth between New York and L.A. a lot. I don't know if this is relevant, but, like, it all is relevant. for the story. My boyfriend was like cheating on me and I was just like, my it was like my first love and I was like so heartbroken. And I was like, I don't understand. Like I'm finally like really happy and I was really liking it here. And then I met with an alumni through like stalking um, that worked at Disney, which wow, was weirdly full circle. Um, and I was like, hey, can we have an informational whatever these people do? 
and I was I was like, hey, like I work in production. I kind of want to do the um the second AD thing. Like I really love being on set, which stands true. Like I loved being on set. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to do that I think or like can you help like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing like my mom hates me um she hates LA my boyfriend like hates me everyone hates me um and he was like be an assistant at one of the big agencies sorry and so I was like I don't want to be an assistant like that's stupid and so I got on LinkedIn and I was flying back and forth because it was my birthday and I was in New York and I was on LinkedIn because like production had ended and I was like cool I have no job um I didn't get a law school isn't that fun yeah um (laughs) and I one clicked and I swear I one clicked the WME application or whatever it is and like I never used LinkedIn and I like applied and then oh like apply to the job via LinkedIn yeah like your LinkedIn profile yeah like just the one click it was like you and 10,000 others yes it's like a pool of people yeah like I I remember going to the CIA website and I was like well you can't even fucking apply to this place (laughs) and then I got on LinkedIn I was like okay one click and then I it was like a few weeks later and I actually got a message from this woman named I'm gonna say she's the fucking best Callie Rogers I was like hey I got your resume, like, no information is on here. How do I contact you? And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, this is crazy. Um, and I was like, hey, if you're still around, like, I would love to, um, hi, like, I'm, you want to meet you? And she's like, yeah, like, let's interview tomorrow. So I flew to L.A. Um, I really? Met her. Yeah, it was crazy. And I, I had to stay in a random room. I have no idea where I went. I found an Airbnb because I, would, like, literally just got there. And they were like, lockboxes like on the gate you can come at any hour and it was like two and I was just like mm, okay and um I got to WME the next day interviewed with Callie and I remember leaving and she was like make sure I know you really want it and I was like okay cool and so like I dropped a letter you know and I was like I did it like I did the work and it and I went back to New York and she didn't ever reach out and so sorry I'll wrap this up um and I was like fuck like this blows like I didn't get this job I'm still like in the deep dark hell of heartbreak and it's like November and I'm like what am I doing um and then one day I was crying and I just like have you guys been heartbroken okay yeah. all right well yeah. okay all right well I want to say yes but I, I don't I mean like so heartbroken that you're walking around just like crying you can't see you're just like in like a stupid fog on Forsyth, whatever street that is. That's more relatable. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I walk into Whole Foods. I grab, I swear this is all true. It's so dramatic. I grab some dandelions and I like just sit on the floor and start crying. Uh, in a Whole I, Foods? I like couldn't like control myself. This is why I love. Don't be in love. Um, it's torture. And I Google on my phone how to get over your first heartbreak. Um, I read an article on Huffington Post and it's like crying in the shower and like all that shit. And I scroll to the bottom and I see a photo of Callie Rogers at the bottom. She wrote that article, the woman who interviewed me at WME. <laughs> so I forward it to her and I'm like, hey, I hope this is like appropriate. Um, this really helped me. Like, I'm going through this right now. And like, I'm going to go cry in the shower. Like, something like, and like, I was pathetic, like, not an exaggeration. Like, I thought I was going to die. Like, I was not okay. Mm-hmm. And she calls me the next day and we talk for a while and then she offered me the job. That was the, the ending. Wow. Oh my god! Oh wait, and the tag is my first day at WMU. She was fired. <laughs> and I, what? And I, maybe not fired, she, but I never She's got like, to oh. meet her. And then like a year later, I, I messaged her on LinkedIn. I was like, hey, you changed my life. Um, and she's so nice. She's a, um, uh, like a, not like a therapist, like the ones that don't go to, like a, a self-help or a. Uh, life coach. Life coach. Yes. Ooh, Callie, like the life coach. <laughs> Callie the life coach. Callie the life coach. I feel like that name is no, that such great. a life coach name. It's a pretty fun story. That's I haven't said it in forever. Really I don't really think I've ever story. said it to that extent. But that's, that's how I got in. So why don't you just write that story? Is that that's the story a, you're writing? That's a no. good story. But what is that, the opening? And then I just have to be a WME. <laughs> that's a <laughs> yes. good story. It was that, good. That's like, that's just... It felt like fate, you yeah, know what I mean, like in a, in a lame way. That, that maybe we, we said earlier, don't believe in love. That might be really lucky. That was, I, mean, I don't know if it's, yeah. <laughs> That's really coincidental. Cr- the first thing I clicked, like, it was crazy. And then and then I loved it. I got here and I like I turned really LA. I loved it so much. That's such a good story. Yeah. It's like yeah. the ups and downs, the emotion. Yeah. You persisted through the adversity and persisted. ended up in a place now that you're, yeah. you're happy cool. now, right? Yeah, I love it. It's yeah. actually really cool. Yeah, LA like, will... But now you have Change somebody that you love, and you're in a job that you like. It's fine. 
No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't listen. Yeah, I like the job. It's cool. It, like, it all works out. Um, but it is a fight. Like, this place is crazy. Like, yeah. you really gotta... And, like, a cage just, match. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, may the best uh, person win, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're on the same team here. Yeah. Are we, though? <laughs> Who knows? You gotta, We're making different You gotta stab that. someone in the oh, back. No. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for coming on the podcast. This is so Thank good. You. First time. All right. This first podcast. First podcast. All right, we're gonna sign off. Uh, thank you, Ross, my brother. He uh, produces the the podcast. He does the editing. So thank you to him. Thanks, Ross. Again, we're in the mailroom where we interview aspiring entertainment industry professionals. Uh, thanks for Tub. Thanks to us. Thanks, Steve. Thanks to. See you next Thanks, time. Guys. See ya. Bye. 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 <laughs>